G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple in the armour of God. Paul writing in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 13 to 17 Therefore put on every piece of God's armour so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armour of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery darts of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We have learnt previously something of Satan's strategy. Satan wants you, as a Christian disciple, compromise your faith he wants you to be fearful he wants you to have doubts and blasphemous thoughts he wants you to be a materialistic hedonist that only thinks of themselves and living a materialistic life he wants you to put off till tomorrow what you can do today he wants you to be an individual instead of being involved in your local Christian community And at times we feel like giving up being a Christian disciple with the pressure applied on us through sin and temptation. The thoughts that Satan implants in our minds like did God really say that? Or Jesus didn't really do that? Or perhaps it's the insatiable thoughts of lust, revenge or pride. Doubts set in. Guilt appears constant. So to help his people... God has designed spiritual armour for us to wear as Christian disciples during our constant battle with sin and temptation. As banned as part of this spiritual warfare that is going on around us. This armour is what God wears according to Isaiah 59 verse 17 when he goes out to battle. So what are the hallmarks of this spiritual armour? And to do this cast all thoughts of a Roman soldier out of your mind firstly there's truth we are to know understand and live truth our lives are to be controlled by truth as revealed in scripture when we know truth so well we will be able to recognize the lies and counterfeit that we are told then there's righteousness living a righteous life live the truth when we started as a Christian disciple before God we were given the righteousness of Jesus but that righteousness needs to be lived out in the lives of Christian disciples if it isn't then Satan will surely attack then there's the gospel be ready to share it and rely upon it because we have peace with God we are able to withstand without fear the attacks of the enemy we have peace with God we are also to exhibit peace with others where peace is the discord of our enemy cannot prevail and then faith show total trust in God for your life the faith we have is a defensive weapon against the mistruths that come into our head lies, blasphemy, lust, greed, selfishness are all little darts thrown at us by Satan By maintaining our trust in God's promises and God's power, these little fiery darts are extinguished. 
then salvation be assured of your salvation let your mind be controlled by the Holy Spirit so that you are not led astray your salvation rests in nothing apart from God's promises and Jesus' righteousness and then there's the Bible read and study God's word that's what it's there for the word of God the Bible is our attack weapon as exhibited by Jesus when he underwent temptation in Luke 4 that is why we are to study it and learn from it trusting in the Holy Spirit to lead and reveal it to us we are to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus according to 2 Peter 3 verse 18 and that is only achieved through studying the scriptures then when we hear that nagging little voice that says God didn't say that or Jesus didn't do that we can say oh yes he did then finally prayer talk to God that is how we are energized fighting in our own power is useless when we talk to God our relationship with him is strengthened when we ask other Christian disciples to pray for us the church unity is strengthened a solo Christian is an anomaly except in extreme circumstances there is always a way to ask for prayer and help and so how do we put on the armour well it is not a mechanical process and it most certainly is not through some mystical deep and secret process and if it were not many of us would be wearing it because it wouldn't be mystical it is revealed whenever we resist the works of Satan and don't listen to the lies he tells us when our marriages reflect the sacrificial love that Jesus has for the church our spiritual armour is displayed when children are taught the gospel and instructed in the Lord our spiritual armour is being worn when we are diligent in our workplace either as the bosses or employees our spiritual armour is exhibited when God is glorified in your life you are wearing the spiritual armour when we are living fruitful lives for God and giving all glory and honour to him without compromise we show we are wearing our spiritual armour we can stand up for Jesus and say with honesty and integrity that he is our Lord and our Master when we meditate on God's word we nourish our minds with the truth of salvation when we tell others of this message of peace with God our enemies flee when we ask others to pray for us as Paul did we show we are part of the church the beautiful bride of Jesus we show our unity all these and more reflect that as Christian disciples we are clothed in spiritual armour it is our own responsibility to wear it and use it with confidence we are to be alert to the prowling of our enemies and relying solely on God's power to overcome sin and temptation in our own strength we will surely fail but by using God's strength and being clothed in his armour we will prevail and overcome
the Christian disciple prevails and is an overcomer when reliant solely upon the God they seek to serve wholeheartedly. For more to think about, please do read for yourself Psalm 1. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together? What are the contrasts between the ways of the godly and the ways of the ungodly? In what ways am I bearing fruit in my life for God and showing I meditate on his word? What can I do this week to stop somebody walking down the path that leads to destruction? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. I would love to hear from you and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.